Shalom to all. Today's office, Yvamas Daf Dalad. We are starting the very first word on the Daf. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas. Maris Miriam, Sarah Basab, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantav, Ben Rabash, Anchal, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now, yesterday we had a Joshua and the Brass teaching that one may not do Yibum if the Yvam is an Erva. For example, if Ruvian married his niece and then died, Shimon isn't Miyabim her because she's his daughter. The Gemara explained the reason we need this Joshua is because we would have thought that Yibum should take place even though there's an error involved. Why is that? Because the concept of a positive commandment will override a negative one. The assay of Yibam would override the loisase of the erva. The Joshua comes to teach that we don't apply in this scenario. But now the Gemara tries to find the source for assay say How do we know an assay is going to be dechaloisase? So the Gemara on Alpha on top starts, it says in the Pasuk, do not wear shatnas. The next Pasuk says, you should make gedilim for yourselves, which means you should put tzitzis on the corners of your garment. And we learn from the fact that these Pasukim are next to each other. That's the concept of smuchin. We're be seeing that in today's Gemara, Smuchin, the concept that we have one Pasuk right next to another, that that save Tzitzis overrides the Loisa save Shatnis. Even though you're not allowed to wear Shatnis, from the fact that the Pasuk of Tzitzis comes afterwards and tells you that you do have to wear Tzitzis, that implies that you're allowed to have Tzitzis even though they're Shatnis. That save Tzitzis overrides the Loisa save Shatnis. And from Rebbe Blazer says, Smuchin on Tarimu how do we know of this concept that we're allowed to darshan Smuchin that just because we have two Psukim next to each other we could darshan them? Shanemar, because the Pasuk says, Smuchin la they are joined forever, Isim Be'emes Vyashar, fashioned with the Emes and Yashar. So we see from this Pasuk that when we have something that's joined, Something which is Samach Tupsukim next to each other, that's something that creates MS and Yashros, meaning we can darshan from there. And here's another example of how we darshan Smuchin, even though it doesn't have anything to do with Hasei Dechalais Hasei. Vamrav Sheshes, Amrav Lazar, Mishum Rav Lazar, Nazario, Minayli, Vamashanafal, Fnei Mukashchin. How do we know that if Ivama falls in front of a Mukashchin? A Mukashchin is someone who's full of boils. He's very unattractive. The Ivama does not want to marry her. How do we know Shein Chaisim and Isa? We don't tell her you have to be quiet and marry him anyway. We're actually going to listen to her and we're going to say that he has to do Chalitza and not Yibam. Shanar, because the Pasuk says, Loi Sachsim Sharbadishai, you're not allowed to muzzle an ox as he's thrashing. And the next pasuk says, which is a mitzvah of Yibam. So we learn because these psukim are smuchin, because they're right next to each other, that there is going to be a scenario where we are not going to be chaisim, we are not going to quiet the Yavama. And now, for the clarification of this concept of smuchin, even according to the Mandamar, that usually does not darshan smuchim, if the psukim are in Mishnah Torah, they're in Dvarim, he will darshan smuchim. Because Rabbi Huda usually does not darshan smuchin, and in Mishnah Torah, in Dvarim, he will darshan smuchin. Now we just ask, how do we know that Rabbi Huda usually does not darshan to Tanya, we have a brisa. Ben Azir, I mean, Ben Azir says, "Namar." It says in the pasuk, "You're not to let a sorceress live." Ben in the pasuk afterwards says, "Anyone who lies with an animal has to die." Somechu inyan loy. We have these two psukim next to each other. Just like someone who lies with an animal, he gets stoned to death. So to mechashefa, she gets skila. And the way this drush is working is by way of smuchim. But Amalei Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda told Ben Azir, "Just because we have smuchim, just because we have one pasuk next to another, that's why this mechashefa should get skila. This mechashefa will get skila, but not because." Of your drasha of smuchin. So, what is the drasha? Which are certain types of sorcery that are included in the general category of mechashefim. So, why is the pasuk specified? Don't be an oivin yudani. That's lahakish lahem. In order to compare all mechashefim to oivin yudani, tell you ma oivin yudani beskila. Just like an oivin yudani, they get skila. Av mechashef beskila, so to mechashef it gets skila. So, we see from here that Rabbi Huda does not darshan smuchin if it's not a mishnah tyra. So, mishnah tyra minal darish. How do we know that Rabbi Huda will darshan smuchin if it's in mishnah tyra? If it's in devarim, then now we have a mishnah. Nice other manusus avim fut. The Tanakhama says that a son is allowed to marry the woman that his father was Ma'anis or Mafata, he violated her or he seduced her. Or Anusus Benoim, Futas Benoim, a father is allowed to marry the woman who his son had violated or seduced. And there's no issue of a rias over here because this person is not considered like that person's wife. They were simply violated or seduced by them, but they're not actually a wife. Now, Rabbi Huda does not allow a son to marry the woman that his father was Ma'anis or Mafata. And from Rav Gidol Amarav, my time with Rabbi Huda, what's the reason Rabbi Huda does not allow a son to marry the woman that his father was Ma'anis? 
the Pasuk says, A man is not allowed to marry the wife of his father. His father got remarried. This is not his mother. And then the Pasuk continues, He's not allowed to reveal the garment of his father. What does that mean? He's not allowed to reveal the garment of his father. He's not allowed to reveal the garment that his father saw, implying even though this person is not his father's wife, she's either Anusas Aviv or Mufutas Aviv, he still has an Isser. And we continue to explain, she is Rabbi Huda. How do we know what that Pasuk is talking about the Nusa of his father? That's because from the previous Pasuk. The previous Pasuk says, That previous Pasuk is talking about the case of Aynas and Mephate. The Pasuk right afterwards says, So we see the Rebbe Huda Darshan Smuchen. One Pasuk talks about Anusas Aviv. The next Pasuk says, We learn from there that even though this Anusa isn't his father's wife, since his father had revealed her garment, his father was with her, he has this Isser of being with her. Now the Gemara asks in the Rabbanon, why is the Rabbanon allow a son to be with his father's Anusa Mefuta? For Rabbanon, if these Pesukim were actually right next to each other, it would be exactly like you said, now they're not right next to each other, in between the Pesuk that's talking about Anusa and the Pesuk of we have the first part of the Pesuk of that says so that interrupts these two statements, therefore the Chum hold that this Pesuk is talking about and that teaches that a person is going to be over two Lavim if he's with his father's Shemeres Yavim, namely referring to a case where his father's brother's wife died and fell to Yibam to his father. He has two Lavim of being with her, one because she's his father's brother's wife and two because she's his father's Yavama. The Pasuk of Loi Gal Knaf Aviv is understood now to mean that he may not reveal a garment that is fit for his father. Now the Gemara is going to clarify why is it Rabbi Huda will Darshan Smuchan if it's in Mishnah Taira or Mishnah Taira my time in Darish? Why is the Darshan Smuchan if it's in Mishnah Taira if it's in Dvarim? We could either say it's because it's Muchach, it's Muchach, it's clear, it's apparent from the fact that this Pasuk is here that it's meant to Darshan Smuchan, or because Mufni, it's simply an extra Pasuk. And when we have an extra Pasuk, we can Darshan. And now we explain that. If you want to say it's because Muchach the Imkin, because if so, meaning if you want to tell me that Loigal Knaf Aviv is the way the Chum explain it, the Tyre should have just said this entire Pasuk when we listed Arayas in Sefer Vayikra. From the fact that we listed it over here and we didn't list it by the Pasuk in Sefer Vayikra, it must be that it's Muchach, it must be that it's clear that we're trying to Darshan Smuchan over here. The same alternatively, we could say because it's extra. Why is it extra? The Imkain, because if we were trying to Darshan the Pasuk like what the Chamim say, all the Pasuk should have said is don't marry your father's wife. Why does the Pasuk have to now say it must be that it's extra and therefore we can Darshan Smuchin. So right now we're at a very important stage of the Gemara. We just clarified that everyone agrees that we can Darshan Smuchin if the Pasuk Gemara and Dvarim. The Gemara now brings us back to the beginning and explains our original Drasha regarding showing how either it's a Pasuk which is Muchach or Mufne. The Gabi Tzitzis Nami, even by Tzitzis also says the Gemara, the reason why we have a Joshua say is either because that Pasuk is Muchach or because it's Mufne. Either we could say that Pasuk is Muchach, the Imkain, because if you want to say this is just a regular Pasuk teaching me something about Tzitzis, we should have had that Pasuk in Parsha Tzitzis, which is in Sefer Bamidbar. Why is it this random Pasuk about Tzitzis is right after the Pasuk of Shatnes? It's Muchach, it must be that we learn from here, Alternatively, Mishum Demofne, because the Pasuk is extra. Mechti, let's see. Kosov, we already have a Pasuk that tells us who begged Kalim Shatnez Loyalecha that you're not allowed to wear Kalim, you're not allowed to wear Shatnez. That's a Pasuk in Vayikra. Loyal by Shatnez Lamali. Why do we have to have this Pasuk in Dvarim that tells me you're not allowed to wear Shatnez? Shmami Nafnui. It must be the way of an extra Pasuk. This extra Pasuk that tells me you're not allowed to wear Shatnez is combined with the Pasuk right after it that tells me something about Tzitzis. It must be that the say of Tzitzis is Dech Loyal say of Shatnez. But now we're going to get into whole back and forth about this, and the Gemara is going to ask who says this Pasuk of Loyal Shatnez is extra? Ask the Gemara, Hani Mitzach We need both of these Pesukim of Shatnes, and neither of them are extra. Because the we only had the Pesukim Vayikra that says that you're not allowed to place Shatnes on you. Hafamina, I would think, called Derech 
ha'ala asr achmano. That the Torah asrs any sort of ha'ala. You're not allowed to put any garment which is shatness on you, even though you're not really wearing it. Even if someone's selling garments, the garment sellers would wear many articles of clothing, but only for display purposes, like a walking clothing rack. Kind of like the book we all read as kids, Caps for Sale, in which the fellow had a bunch of caps on his head, not because he likes wearing them, but because he's selling them. We might think if we only had this pasuk, Avu Begid Kalim Shatnis Loyalalecha, that you're not allowed to wear shatnis, even though you're just selling caps. So therefore, Kasar Achmano Loy Shatnis, that's why the pasuk says Loy Silba Shatnis, you're not allowed to wear shatnis. Domi de Levisha, the Isbe Hano. The only type of shatnis wearing that's usher is if you have enough, if you have benefit from it, you're wearing it like a coat or a shirt. And because of Achmano Loy Silbash, if we only had the pasuk of Loy Silbash, Havamina, I would think, Dafka Levisha, the Navashan Yasa, only a type of wearing where you get a lot of Hano from it, a shirt, a coat, a sweater, Aval Ha'ala, but simply putting a garment on you, draping it over your shoulders, like Yeshiva Bachim wear their jackets without their arms in the sleeves, or draping a blanket over you, you might think that there's no Isra Shatnis there, that's why the Pasuk says, they teach you that there's an Isra Shatnis, even if the blanket is just draped over you, your jacket is over your shoulders, there is some sort of Hano over there, and therefore you, there would be an Isra Shatnis in that case as well. So we see from here that we do need both Pesukim by Shatnis, and one of them is not extra to teach us, the Gemara says, no, because the Pasuk should have just said, don't wear Shatnis. Why does the Pasuk need to say, I already know that Shatnis is Temer Pishtim, so these words Temer Pishtim are extra. Now, how do I know that Shatnis means Temer Pishtim, that Shatnis means wool and linen? Because Mechti, let's see. Kasav Ubeged Kalim Shatnis Loyalalecha. The first Pasuk about Shatnis, which is in Vayikra, tells us that you're not allowed to wear a Beged Kalim Shatnis. And the emphasis is on the word Beged over here. The Beged is not allowed to be Shatnis. But Tanat Rabbi Shmal and Hatanat Tanat Rabbi Shmal, Helvin Erev Batayra Stam Begadim, since many times it says the word Beged in the Torah. Many times when we talk about Tomantara, it says the word Beged. And since the Torah never specifies what a Beged is, we would assume that anytime we say the word Beged, we're talking about any Beged, no matter what it's made out of. But then, the Pasuk does tell us regarding one type of Beged, when we're talking about a Beged that has Saras on it, it says Semru Pishtim. I've called Semru Pishtim, then we learn from there that anytime the Pasuk says the word Beged, that means we're talking about a Beged of Semru Pishtim. So once again, we emphasize the question, Semru Pishtim because of Rahman Lamali. Why is it the Pasuk has to say regarding Shatnis that you're not allowed to wear Shatnis of Semru Pishtim? Since we already said that the Beged is not allowed to be Shatnis, and a Beged automatically means Semru Pishtim, the Pasuk doesn't have to specify that this Beged of Shatnis is not allowed to be Semru Pishtim. We already know that a Beged means Semru Pishtim. It must be that these words Semru Pishtim by Shatnis are extra and they're able to teach us Hasei Dei Chalais Hasei. The Gemara says not so fast. Vakati Yitzchak, I still would need those words Semru Pishtim. They're not extra. Sakatat Chamina, I might think Ha'alahi Deloy Nafshana Asa. The Isra of wool and linen by Shatnis is by Ha'ala, simply draping the garment over you because there isn't so much Hana over there. Avalavisha, but if a person's going to wear the garment, the Nafshana Asa, there's a lot of Hana over there. Kol Tremini Asra Achmana, the Torah is going to ask any two materials, even if your Beged is made out of cotton and viscose or polyester and wool, you would still have an issue of Shatnis. And that's why Kazrachman and Semer Pishtim, the Pasuk tells me Semer Pishtim, to tell me that no matter what we're talking about, Shatnis is only with Semer Pishtim. So the words Semer Pishtim are not necessarily extra that I'm able to learn Asay Daichalaisa say from them. The Gemara says it's not a question because Imkain, if so, Lishtai Kramine, the Pasuk didn't have to say Semer Pishtim at all. Vatesi Shatnis, Shatnis Meha'ala, we would have been able to learn from Ha'ala. From the fact that the Pasuk says Semer Pishtim, it must be that word is extra and we're able to learn Asay Daichalaisa say from there. So, bottom line that we get out of this stage in the Gemara is that we just learned from the town of Rabbi Shmal's base Medrash that the words Semeru Pishtim in regards to Shatnis are extra, and we can use them to teach that the Hasei of Tzitzis is Doichet the Lois Hasei of Shatnis. But now the Gemara is going to ask on that. But Tanah the Rabbi Shmal, this Tanah from the base Medrash of Rabbi Shmal, time of the Kasrach Manu Temeru Pishtim. The only reason why we say that the Hasei of Tzitzis is Doichet the Hasei of Shatnis is because the Pasuk says Semeru Pishtim and it's extra. Halav Hachi, if not for the fact that we had these extra words of Semeru Pishtim, Kilayim Betzitzis Havamina Doasrach Manu, I would think that you're not allowed to have Shatnis on your Tzitzis. But why would I think that? Asked the Gemara. But see if the Pasuk says, they should make tzitzis for themselves on the corner of their garments. And we had already learned from this Tana of Rabbi Shmal's base measures that anytime we mention the word Beged, that automatically means it's made 
out of either tzitzim or pishtim. The Amar Achman in the Torah says avilat cheles that you should put cheles on your tzitzis. You should put cheles on your beged. Ut cheles amruhu and cheles is for sure amra. Amra is wool. Cheles is for sure wool. So if the pasuk is telling me that I have to put tzitzis on my beged and my beged is able to be linen because beged means either linen or wool, which means my beged that I'm wearing could be linen, and it also tells me that I have to put cheles on my beged. That means I'm allowed to put wool cheles on a linen beged. So you already see clearly from the pasuk itself that you're allowed to have shotness by tzitzis. Nothing more. Just clarifies how do we know that tchelis is actually wool? That's because we the sheish kisna from the fact that sheish in the pasuk is kisna is linen. Tchelis amruhu tchelis is wool. We know that the big day kuna has to be made out of wool and linen. And when the pasuk describes big day kuna, it says the word sheish and it says the word tchelis. Sheish is talking about linen. Tchelis is talking about wool. So we see from here that tchelis is wool. Once again, if the tchelis string of your tzitzis must be wool and the garment of your tzitzis is allowed to be linen, we already see from the pasuk itself that we're allowed to have wool and linen by tzitzis. What do we even need this drasha of tzemeru pishtim for in the first place? says, no, Israch, I still need that Joshua of Tzemer Pishim to tell me that shotness by Tzitzis is okay. Why is that? I might thought that I should darshan like Rava, and based off of that Joshua, which we're going to see in a minute, I would learn that Tzitzis that are linen would not need wool Tcheles on them, and therefore I would not be allowed to have shotness by Tzitzis. Kamash Mulan, we have this Joshua of Tzemer Pishim that tells me that I am allowed to have shotness by Tzitzis. Now, what is this Joshua of Rava? The Rava Rami, Rava asks a If it says in one pause, like Ha Kanof the corner, this is talking about Tzitzis. What do we learn from here? Min Kanof, that the Tzitzis strings have to be the same type as the beged itself. Okay, another pasuk says semru pishtim. Haketzad. How do I understand these two pesukim? The way I understand it is semru pishtim. If I have tzitzis threads of semru or pishtim, paitrim bein b'minon bein shaloi b'minon. They're gonna pot through the beged, whether that beged is made out of semru pishtim or if it's made out of something else. But shar minon. If my strings are made out of something else, b'minon paitrin shaloi b'minon ain paitrin. They're only gonna pot through beged if they're the same thing as that beged. So if you want to wear cotton strings, you also have to be wearing a cotton beged. You're not allowed to be wearing a different type of beged. In essence, what we understand from here is that Rava learns the pasuk of Akanif to teach that the beged of tzitzis and the strings would need to be the same. So linen garment would need linen tzitzis. And the dik would make from that is that if we have a linen garment and linen tzitzis, then we would not put on tchelas because tchelas is wool and these tzitzis are linen. And that's why we need the pasuk of Tzemru Pishtim to tell us that we are allowed to have shotness by tzitzis and that we do not learn like Rava. Ask the Gemara of Atanah Debei Leslie de Rava. The Tanah Debei Rishmol doesn't hold of Rava anyway in the first place. That's because the Tanah Debei Rishmol holds that a beged which isn't wool or linen isn't chayv and tzitzis in the first place. Back to our question that according to Tanah Debei we don't need the pasuk to go out of its way to teach the shotness is permitted with tzitzis. The Gemara answers, Itzrich, I still need the Pasuk of Tzemeru Peshtem. I might have thought that I hold of the Deik of Rava, meaning Tanit Rebishmol doesn't hold of everything Rava says, but he might take some of the Deik of Rava. And what would he darshan? Hakanaf min kanaf. And what does that mean? This is what the Torah is saying. That if you're wearing wool garment, you have to have wool tzitzis. And if you're wearing a linen garment, you have to wear linen tzitzis. When you're wearing a wool garment with wool tzitzis, so then you would dye one of those strings. But if I have a wool garment with linen tzitzis or a linen garment with wool tzitzis, I would say that I would not have tchelas in that case. That's why the Pasuk says that even if I have wool garment with linen tzitzis, linen garment with wool tzitzis, I still would need to have tchelas in that case. Now we're going to stop here for the day, but just to clarify, we had already concluded halfway through this Amud that Tanit Debei learns from the extra wording of Tzemeru Peshtim. The Gemara here had just concluded with an attempt at showing that we don't really need that Tzemeru Peshtim to teach us that because it's evident from the Pasuk itself, but that was disproven, and we fall back on the original drasha from Tzemer Pishtim to teach an Asay Daichalay Sasei. Now, don't forget that the purpose of this entire Gemara was simply coming to prove that Asay Daichalay Sasei, and that's why we need a special drasha to teach that Asay of Yibum is not Daichalay Sasei of Arayas. Tomorrow, we're going to pick up with further understanding how we know Asay is Daichalay Sasei. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.